Welcome to the It's Possible podcast, where we tackle topics between life, business, and everything in between, and how we make it all possible with your hosts, John and Amy. Let's take it away. And we are back. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. We are now back in the room in which I feel like the podcast began. Well, it certainly certainly began here. It's it it's a room that we've become it's almost like I feel like this is our bedroom. Our bedroom. Because this is the place that we have been where we stayed for a year. It was our bedroom for a year. Yeah. You were laying down. You were, it's, it's you were extra you were extra comfy this evening. Because it was a big day. There were things. There's lots of things. So give us the recap on the day, Mrs. Fairbanks. Uh, the cat would not let me sleep all goddamn night. So what, what was going on with the cat? I mean, well, you, this you is... took us back to like yesterday evening. That's how far back we're going on this daily update. It could have been yesterday. It could have been 2 a.m. I don't know. It was dark and I was half asleep. But no, it's... The cat, this is normally her room, right? Her litter box is in here and she spends most of the day like hanging out with you. Right. And at night, now that everyone's left the house, we're all upstairs. And so we shut our damn door because Kitty is cray cray at night. Yeah. She becomes a wild huntress and will pounce and attack you from all angles. So it's just. Yeah, it's best not to lock eyes with the cat. Like, after 8 p.m. Yes. She she tries to kill you. And Coco, the dog, is... She she clocks out. She clocks out. Yeah. And Miss Kitty clocks in. Yep. And so we shut our door. So, like, Kitty has the whole house, and this is where she, she, you know, she has her food here. She has her litter box here. And now that we're in that room, because my parents are here for the week, she wanted to let me know. That this is her space. So she sat at that damn door and meowed for like six freaking hours. It's funny, I didn't hear anything. Uh, I know. Are we surprised? By that? Honestly. <laughs> it only makes me want to punch you more. But anyway. No, I appreciate you don't So I me. got like no sleep and then I knew that like you were going to have the pizza oven being built today and that was going to be a good chunk of the day event. Right. And I didn't get all the stuff I needed at the grocery store. So, and I needed to work. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to go upstairs to work because nobody was up yet. Yeah. And, but then everyone woke up. Well, and... hold on. So you, you, we've zoomed ahead. So now you're awake. I'm awake. Okay. And I get up and I went upstairs to do work. Right. Because my back was like thrown out because <clears throat> with my surgery as well um one thing that i've been struggling with is and i'm like man it just seems crazy because i really haven't worked out in now about two months two and a half months yeah um and that's and my my low back has just been lit up like the way it was when i was in dental hygiene school and that's what i told my physical therapist and I'm like, it just seems crazy that, I mean, I had a pretty strong core 
and had my stuff controlled. And just, like, two months, I'm just completely, like, back to square one of just flab and fluff and just soft nothingness. And she's like, yeah, after, like, two weeks of not using those muscles, they'll start to atrophy. Yeah. And so, in addition to being, like, prodded and cut down there and, like, shit being severed and, like, trying to just get nerve feeling back. Yeah. So that, like, a thing is, as part of my um, therapy is kegeling. But um, my brain cannot, it's getting better, but it, it, I can't feel myself kegel. Right. Oh, yeah. You, I can't, have to, you can't feel those muscles Yeah, activate. because the nerves have been severed. So I have to tell my brain to kegel. And, like, the connection is slowly but surely being reestablished where it's, I can feel a little bit more. But I'm not there yet. I just know that I've told my brain to tell my hoo-ha to kegel, essentially. Which is your vagina. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, so, a lot of severed nerves on there, and I just, in addition to the fact of not using them because I haven't been able to, because every time I try to do something, I overdo it and that's what's caused so much of my uh energy loss and my and my muscle spasms so anyway so my back was lit up so i went upstairs tried to work upstairs then everyone woke up and then we had just questions it's the worst when everyone wakes up like so this is something that i deal with every day because i get (laughs) up early but it's a race to get as much work as you can done and the worst thing is when you start to flow just a little bit. And I swear, it's like you really start to hit a rhythm. And then you start hearing like footsteps. Boom, 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 boom. You're like, fuck. Like, God damn it. I'm like, because you just know that like you have just moments left until someone's going to need you <laughs> to do something. And you do an amazing job where like very, very rarely does everybody need to come get me. In the mornings when I'm working, but it's just like I'm trying to get something done. And so then it's just like a panic of just like quickly trying to get done as much as you can before all of a sudden it's like, Mom, Dad, John, my God, fuck. I just, I need five minutes, which definitely means like I need 22 minutes. Like I'll be right there. Yep. And then I hope that you can well, my, figure and it out. And then I was asked questions like, you know, what are your thoughts on uh, gun control? Oh, shit. Okay, so so um, also one of my favorite things is that no one in my family knows how to shut a goddamn door when they walk through one. So I did, I did get to hear those horrible questions you were getting this morning. Because I when you walked through it. the door, you didn't shut, the, shut it. So the door was left open. Well, Hence, welcome. yep, thank you. I parroted a lot of the conversations you and I have already had. I have, I have, I noticed there was, but it was funny. So I'm down here working, and I don't have my, he- I have like one headphone on, one headphone off, because that's another thing. Once everyone's awake, it's even more of a pain in the ass when you're trying to listen to music and stay in the zone, and then someone just keeps yelling your name louder, or louder. You did find it pretty 
awesome tactic of getting my attention earlier this morning. Of like, we're not gonna. But it's I had the one headphone off because it's not. It doesn't piss. It pisses me off less if I can at least hear it, and then it doesn't try and throw me off. So I did hear you in one ear of just kind of going through. Like, I'm surprised that we didn't hit like abortion. And because just I every... was trying, literally trying to type while having this conversation. But you had work. the news on, right? Yes. Yeah. I figured that would keep them occupied. I didn't so know them, that would lead so, to so, so them is my in-laws. Your parents are here. Well, yeah, but that, I mean, and, I'll, and in all fairness, it really would have been anybody. Is just, it's what, if you it's have what anybody that's about outside right your house, yeah. come in your house, like, it, you know. It, you it are in a public space. Which yeah. is impossible if you want it to is. try and work. Once everyone is awake, it's right. an impossible thing. So, um, I just, I've, I've just felt rushed. Like, I did that, and I barely got things done, and then I'm like, shit, we gotta go to the grocery store, because they're already, you're making the pizza oven, and I said I was gonna have a lunch for everybody, and I didn't know if, like, the wives and the kids, can, he's like, um, you kinda, we, you had we invited the invite everybody. everybody. Yeah. But it's, you know, we have three kids, one family has two kids, one family has four kids. So it becomes like, oh, I can make like some sandwiches. And it's like, oh shit, that's like 27 children plus like 15 adults. And with no, with no hard start date. With no hard start and and like, and I didn't know if, I always over make anyway. Because for me, it's always just better to be safe than sorry. So it's like, I'm trying to just... this is very long-winded. It just, I was. This was about your rushed. day. We just asked how the day has been. This I, know, is a, I, just, I just feel like I'm taking a long time complaining about my day. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it was a long. Um, I just, I just felt rushed. But like once I, once I got to the grocery store and back, and I made lunch, I felt good. And every, and everybody ate, and I was. Very and I will pleased. tell you that it could not have been better timed. Yeah. So as far as like, so everybody came, so, you know, we had two friends come over and we got working really solidly working by 8 a.m. And then we worked from, till you know, 3, till, 3.15. Well, yeah, but like noon and oh, come yeah. noon, like you had all the, like the whole spread was ready and yeah, and it was it awesome. Was, it, yeah, it was nice. And we, we're very, 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 very thankful that we were able to have these systems. Because what else worked out perfectly is so, it's so funny because... You had the guys, and my brain was like, okay, well, I know that they're obviously at least going to be here, and my, and my parents and the kids, so I'll get lunch up for them, and then once everyone's eaten, I can relax, and then I can get the gardening stuff done, because the weather's been so nice, yeah. but it's supposed to rain, and the temperature's supposed to drop again, so I'm like, I have to get some of this gardening done. So I start doing it, and then we get... um the gaggle of kids come on their bikes and scooters and then um the one guy's wife showed up with their dog as well because we invited they have a puppy and we're like bring the dog because our dog can play so we were chit-chatting and there was like 127 people right and then your brother shows up in the car and comes to like see the boys for a second and give them um a gift and so he's chit-chatting with the boys. There's, like, literally, like, probably eight kids jumping on a trampoline. Yeah. And 
<clears throat> I'm trying to talk to the friend and deal and, and with, with the dogs and have the dogs play. And I'm trying to get everybody food. And then your brother shows up. And then as your brother's showing up, the guy pulls up. Because we're getting our... So, first one. When I say we're getting our soffits redone, like, I can't say that without rolling my eyes. Because it's adulting, like, 101. Which, pe- like, I didn't know what the hell a soffit was. Or f- or fascia. Or, fa- or fascia, fascia, yeah. Yeah. Until my dad's like, well, yeah, you, should, you know, you get some aluminum soffits up there. Because uh, it's just cracking and the peeling and the water with the roof and the blah, blah, blah. If you know what it <clears> is, <throat> you own a home. And... And, and you're 53. Yeah. <laughs> you're... And you're on the downward spiral. Yeah. You're, you're, you're almost, you're starting to get AARP mail. You're closer to yeah. death. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Yeah. So, so we got to do that. Yeah, we got yes. to spend money on that. Yeah, which sucked. But we're also, we were able to package it, which is a little bit happier. We were able to package yeah. it with getting our deck redone and like expand it. So our friend who like does this shit. Is a total stud. So he came over one night when you were like, you know, we can have like, you know, 10, 10 square feet extended. So like, where should we extend it? And well, yeah, so it started. My o- my only question was, should we go long ways or, or wide? Should we he, go wide ways? And he's like, or. Yeah. <laughs> or and we could he do. he came up with a whole new. Is instead situation. dig three and a half feet down. Yes. Under all of it and make a second deck. Yes. So and I'm like, what that sounds awesome. Yes. So we did the we chose option C, and um and that's what we did. And so like we literally. But it turned. But it turned into trying to find somebody that could do it. Right. And like we had it scheduled for earlier in the week, but like it rains. And, and then, then somebody's trying rains, to do a favor for somebody. Right. And he can't. The guy can't come out. And then it's, okay, well, I'll be there, like, this weekend. And then it's, you call, and it's like, okay, well, I want another job, so I probably won't get there till Monday. Like, it's all, it's some, one of those. And he just shows up, like, with this thing. Because this also wasn't, like, a, he's going to show up to, like, dig. It was, he's just going to show up and, like, look at what we got going on to determine right. what needs to be done. And this bastard just showed up with a, an excavator in tow. Ready to kick ass. Yeah. Take names. And at this point, we had like, literally, it was probably about 20 people. I don't even know if we were in the... Yeah, fuck COVID. Yeah. You come to our house, we're like, uh, oh, these people don't give a shit, obviously. (laughs) But, I mean, it was crazy. But, like, everybody showed up at the same time. But anyway, it was perfect timing because our friend that was like, or you can dig down and have a second deck like he knew inch for inch what we needed to do yeah what the plan was and it's been very hard having like the construction guys come out and we just have to reiterate the genius of like, what yeah, our friends... so so he said like dig stuff and yeah, there's, there's like, like a thing yeah and then just with the dirt and yeah. then and then the dirt needs to go over there mm-hmm. and then uh we're gonna put we think we're gonna put concrete in there and then what they do is they ask some simple question and I'm like, no, no, the concrete, it goes in there. Yeah. I don't know, the dirt, it <laughs> dirt's out, and then concrete's in, and then um, and then I put my pizza. And, yeah. And like, that's all I got. I got nothing. And so, but our friend was stuck and just, like, told the excavator guy exactly what to do and how to do it. And so, 
all this was happening at once. So I'm I'm trying, and then, and then, right? So then we had to drop off Mike at practice. Yeah. And then I had to come home from practice, and then we had to go to Mike's hitathon for his travel ball team. And then we get there, and then it starts raining, and we were supposed to host a pizza party for the team. But because it's raining, we like we have to move it up, so we have to like call and beg. Yep, in our local Papa John's, yeah, and Stewart's Draft. It's total studs. Yeah, they like, were awesome. Because we we were because we're like well, sh- well crap like what do we do? Like, you didn't want to put because it's a Saturday man like right. during Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Like, we're like, there's going to be no way. Because we called a day before to put in the order and said we'd pick and we, it up. And we waited. We waited to put in the order until we knew kind of like it was for sure going to happen. Right. And verified. And, right. And we, like, we had it set to pick up at 515. And with rain, they're like, no, see, we can get them earlier. And I'm thinking, there's no way we're just going to have to cancel this. And so John called. He's like, you know that, like, massive order? That we put in. It doesn't need to be done for another team. three hours. Yeah, it doesn't. It's like, can you do it? And we have to get it in 30 minutes. And they're like. And it, and it was like, it was there's a pause. And I'm like, or if that's insane. Yeah. He's like, no, no, we got this. Yeah. I hear him on the phone. He's like, hey, 10 orders. It's like extra large pizzas right now. He's like, no, we got this. Yeah. Bet. He goes, I'll see you soon. <laughs> like outstanding sir and so i pulled up because you had to stay with the excavator guy yeah so i pulled up and i was just sitting in the spot because i'm like i got here in 20 minutes i'm like i'm not gonna even go in for 10 minutes right because they're doing us like a huge favor and he just comes out he's like are you waiting to pick up and i said yeah we're those crazy people he's like it's ready i got you I'm like he brought it to my car I, I want I wanted to That's why I wanted you to tip those guys. I know, I wanted to squish his cheeks. He was a stud. Yeah, they were awesome. But anyway, so um So yeah, then we had to rush back, have a pizza party in the rain. Everybody was very happy. Yeah, do the thing. Right. And then we came home and then we had to clean our shit up. Yeah. I mean we we look like a bunch of homeless hillbillies in our backyard right oh, now. Oh we got shit we got like used car parts strewn. All throughout the yard. Because, like, all the shit... Because we don't have a shed, which is on our list. But, like, all the shit that... Imagine you store, like, in a shed or in a garage has been under our deck for storage. Right. And we had to get it... Move it all out for this excavation. So we had all that. In addition to the fact that with all the kids and the party, like... And when, now, when they're when they're when they're old enough to actually drink alcohol, it's gonna look like they did some damage, man. Because it's like sixty-seven half-drunken juice boxes. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna what, be what it look, it does it does look beer, it does look like beer bottles, right? Because you got like those fizzy sodas that were. Yeah, they're like the sparkling lemonades I got. Like Izzy, but they're like in bottles. And so I got like, like I bottles. got like the fun old fashioned sodas, right. like cream soda. But I also, I got juice boxes and chips. Yeah, Hank was like, you know, holding the bottle like super high up on the lip, so it looked like you know it's like a drunk guy's like walking around. And he's like and tilting he can't up the walk cream anyway, soda. He just trips over. <laughs> it's just his like, own ugh. This cream soda is fantastic, mom. Yep. Yeah. So, I'm tired. That was my day. 
was that was that what the question was i don't i can't remember, I was I remember is the now. podcast over now because well, i think that took 20 minutes to well, perfect that well perfect that is literally at 19 minutes and 45 seconds so all right well thanks for listening um no no um no it was a big day it was the 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 pizza oven getting done is big right that the pizza oven ideas you know started in just a couple of months from this point last year it was about this time i think it was like april so that's pretty awesome no, it was May. It was May. It was summer. It was summer. Because I remember for the sure. Kona ice, yeah. yeah. And then we had that, like, because I just remember it being cold when we were having our our initial meetings, but then I, I realized it was, like, 37 degrees and rainy in May last year, so. Yeah. Okay. But it's cool. So we have um, three pizza ovens that have been built. Yeah. So they're fire brick pizza ovens that all was based off of the crazy idea that we had last year of... Our friends were making pizzas and then decided to sell pizzas to the neighborhood. And ended up making about, I think it was almost two grand. And and it was like one hour, like from five to six on Sundays only. And like not even every Sunday. Right. And we do like. And we only did it June, July, August. And we stopped in September. Yeah, well, we did like. 50 60 bucks like every time that we did pizzas because we get at least five i bet our average was five pizzas we had to admit, then we didn't get close to two grand either we got close to two grand and our time well, frames could, off no because we also had some days that we did 10 i guess that's true you know we was we we did we did a lot so it was it was cool but it, what's awesome is that we are now at completion where everyone's pizza ovens are done so that's pretty sweet to have that be done and um and then the deck being extended with all the digging so now we have like 10 tons of dirt yeah which is pretty which is pretty sweet in the backyard sitting in the middle in between our trees and like, we have oh. like we have nosy ass neighbors yeah and no one's really come over yet. Thank goodness for COVID and like having old neighbors that don't want to die. But a really cunty old neighbor, she was gone all day. Because yeah. we saw her come back later. Yeah. <laughs> like after everything was done, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's a sweet lady. She's just... She's just old. We are not her demographic, man. No. The people that that lived in the house before us were the original owners. And they were her age. And she's a widow. So they were like BFFs. And would hang out all the time. And then when we moved in, she like wanted to come inside the house all the time. Right. Right. And like hang out. Yeah, and she, just... she'd, she'd bring over presents for the kids and then want to, like, come in and sit in the living room. Yeah. And, like, chat about said presents. Yeah. And we're like, we don't have time. Like, thank you. But we have to go. Yeah, well, thank you. You can leave now. Yeah. We don't need to have you come and sit in the house. No, but it was one of the nice things about living in this area is that the people are super awesome. Yeah. And they're super nice. And helpful. It's just as, uh, we'd always want to hang out with you. 
At least not all the time. Especially well, if you're not, old. If you're, like, she's older than my parents. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, I, I don't have, and, and she's, ter- she's terrified of our dog. Yeah. And, like, it's not used to being around children. Like, there's a, just a slew, and the fact that, like, this was her BFF's house, and I, like, I ripped this bitch to shreds. Like, I took away every, like, ounce of what existed in this house to begin with. I mean, the structure's still here, but, like, we changed every room. Everything. Well, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully we did. Yeah, I I don't have time for that nonsense, but... Anyway, what are we talking about? We, we, We got nothing. Nothing that's things that I have on my list of to, to chat about are, are just going to be it's um, was news. What are the things in the news that you've been watching lately? That I have been watching. Like you you're the one that watches the news, on not my me. Googler. Um, there yeah, we, have been a couple shootings, I like, which is unfortunate. I, just, I like your Google, your Googler updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. It's it is it's a lot of doom and gloom. Like it's so weird because from like this time last year when the literally the only thing that was being discussed was COVID and then it's like, hey guys, also remember this is an election year. Like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And it was all that was talked about. And COVID. And that like, you know, peaked <laughs> obviously, you know, it didn't even end in November. Like, peaked after the insurrection. It was the only thing that was discussed. And now that... Did you say insurrection? Yeah. What's an insurrection? What are you talking about? At the Capitol. Oh. Oh. I thought you were talking about... Okay. Now I'm tracking. Got you it. You think you've been erection, weren't you? Well, I mean... And, like, an insurrection is, like, an opposite erection. Or... That's where your brain was going. The Capitol was penetrated... <laughs> With an erection <laughs> of Trump voters. Yeah. So. That's beautiful. It's very poetic of you. Yeah. Um, no, like, it's... They, they can't use Trump's crazy anymore to... Um, I know it's weird. They have to, like, report on the news now. Well, but it's just, it's back to doom and gloom. Well, yeah, they just, now they... Well, what they did is they just lost... Somebody just be like, "Oh, what crazy thing did he say today?" Right, and and now it's and I'm they're not grasping at straws, but because for sure, like there's been you know there was the mass shooting in Atlanta, and then there was um the mass shooting at the I say mass shooting, but and enough people died, um at the supermarket. So you know, and that stinks, and again, that's. What, what led to, like, the conversation of, like, what are your thoughts on gun control and how do you feel about X, Y, and Z? And, um, what else? The, the Then they switched over to the trouble at the border, which is, which is like, insane. These just, these poor babies, man. Yeah, you just, said there was, like, two little kids that walked from, like, Honduras. Yeah, like... Like Jack and Michael's age. Yeah. Like by themselves. <laughs> and they're not, this isn't like an outlier. Like it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's insane. But then they have like 
crazy Ted Cruz. There's like a video of him in the dark. <laughs> in the dark. No, 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 no. It looked like he had like jungle leaves around him. Like I, I don't know where the hell he was, but he was like trying to. Like, he was at a rainforest cafe. I'm sure he was. He was like, <laughs> you know, just spouting off crazy about um. Because I'm here for the Chinese chicken salad. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, like this disaster needs to end type thing. And like, I get what he's trying to say. But it's like, dude, you, like I know that this is your state, but like, just the, the way that his videos are, he's just, he's a bag of cats, man. He... And now he's getting like scruffy, like yeah, the, the beard, whole beard the... situation is like, and it's getting, it's getting like not nearly as, as long and scruffy. He as has a like... weird thing going on where like, I don't know if it's, if his neck is too long, if his neck attaches to the middle of his face, yes. he doesn't have a chin. Like there's a lot there's of, there's an extra thing. There's just something that needs a second look, but I don't know. So doom and gloom. That's the news. But like the good, I mean the good things are, um, you know, most states, I think there was only like three states that were listed that are promising or like their goal is whatever, that any adult that wants to be vaccinated by May 1st can be vaccinated. And like that's, that seems lofty. Because what's crazy is there was a lot of feet dragging and there was a lot of disregarding last year. And then once the election happened, like that seemed to be all that was focused on. Of course. Was like the election and then it's like, well, shit was, you know, election fraud and all these problems and then like recounting, like everything became focused on that. Yeah. And then, like, the peaceful transition, which didn't happen, and then we peek at the insurrection, and then that shit's over, and then Biden gets inaugurated, and then, like, it calms. But, like, you think about just two months ago, if you would have said that every adult that wants to get vaccinated can get vaccinated by May 1, would have, in my opinion, been laughable. Because it's like, yeah... You schmucks, every promise that you have made has totally fallen through. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's I, I, <laughs> over the winter, I definitely felt like COVID was going to be a problem, like, for the foreseeable future. There's definitely have been like ebbs of ebbs and flows yeah. of that feeling where it's like, it's this is forever. But I will say, conveniently, a lot of the states, their ability to work with the government went infinitely higher. Like, got a lot better as soon as Trump left. Yeah, no, I get get that. and 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 I don't know how much of that is that it was on Trump for why the states wouldn't play ball. But it certainly is the blue states opening up. Like relaxing 
they're like the stress and pain that they're putting on. No, I understand. And and you are conspiracy theorists like one oh one. You always think that everything is like I on am the shady less side of conspiracy theorist, but I definitely am always skeptical. I very rarely yeah, I'm always skeptical of especially whatever the media and everybody like No, and I if it, and I, if it looks I, like a duck Quacks, quacks like, like a duck. duck. Yeah. Like it's kind of like, it's like, eh, this seems mighty convenient. Yeah. Speaking of ducks, this is sort of in the news. A new Mighty Ducks movie has come out with Emilio Estevez. It's not a movie. It's a TV show. Oh, Weekly episodes on Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah. So I, I, I heard, a, I heard an ad for it the other day. Anymore? Are like, they going to make original movies anymore? Well, and I don't know, because you and I were talking about this as like a podcast idea. And I don't want to get into it because, like, but I do want to like touch on it. Is you and I talked about the fact that, like, movies, of course, this past year have like struggled greatly, but like, just the vast, like, COVID, I think, just expedited the shutdown of movies by yeah. like what 10 years? Yeah, five I years would say years. it's the nail in the coffin for the movie industry. Yeah, because. Certainly for movie theaters, let's say for, that. Yeah, but yeah. even, like, I, movies are always going to be made, but it's going to be different. But I guess not, because that's my point, is that it's, we have noticed with our kids, especially Henry. So Henry's never been to a movie theater. Right. He, he'll be five in September, because that fuck can't sit still. Yeah. And. True. He, it's the way that they have been programmed to watch things. Yeah. Is their attention span is literally goldfish, but ours is becoming so ridiculous now as well. Well, so so to give you an example for how Henry watches a show. So he has this tablet, and um, right the way the YouTube app works is that you have your main show that you're watching, and for me, it's I'm never, I, I very rarely want to watch something with the screen Super small, small, so I always am going to enlarge it so I can watch that thing. Full screen. So I do that all the time for mm-hmm. Hank. So his tablet will be set up mm-hmm. and I'll enlarge the screen and he gets mad. And the reason is, is because when you enlarge it, it usually if you don't, right, if, in case YouTube app is new to you, mm-hmm. is if you're looking at YouTube, you have your screen. But then a lot of the, there's tons of like tiles or thumbnails or images for all of these other related content. Mm-hmm. Hank wants to see those at all times. He never wants so at a moment's to be notice full screen because he wants to watch two minutes of one thing and then he wants to click on another thumbnail and watch another video. Yeah, and he'll just up and go even mm-hmm. if he likes something. Mm-hmm. He'll move. He he'll immediately move yeah, to the next he thing. He cannot sit through it, and like it's a problem. He he for sure like. And he vocalizes this because this is what I figured out at night when he says no. Like we'll 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 put them to bed, and a lot of times we'll set them up where they'll watch a a short like an a show an episode of something. And he says, I don't like it. I'm so bored. Mm-hmm. And what he is, he's vocalizing the fact that, like, no, at night you guys force me to fucking sit here in bed and watch one show. For 30 minutes. For the whole goddamn time. It's like, guys, this is my literal fucking nightmare. And but see, it, it's such a problem. And it, and it's my fault. And, like, because I. Well, obviously. We, well, no, what I'm saying is, like, you and I have been advocates that it's no, 
bitches, you may not have a TV in your room. Like, you'll never have a TV in your room because right. it's the antithesis of what your, the room is supposed to be for sleeping. And so we've never had TVs in our boys' room. Well, when your parents moved in and we moved downstairs, Jack and Henry's room became the family room slash their bedroom. Right. So the family room has a TV in and it. And at that time, we didn't have... So now with everybody having come and visit and people have like given us stuff over time, it's like we didn't have all the TVs that we have now. No, that's correct. So now we have all these TVs, but the only TV that we used to have in the house was in that main family room, was the big TV that was like mounted we had on the one wall. In, right. We had two TVs. We had one in there and we had one in our bedroom. Right. And, um, and the reason that we're hypocrites and we have one in our bedroom is because we're adults, goddammit. No, but it's... It's, um, I, <laughs> I've always had an extra one in there. Cause usually like we will watch an episode, but the reason that's why we have a TV in our room is because you and I at night in order to have our time together, couples like put their kids to bed and then they go and drink a bottle of wine together and like sit in the living room and like watch a movie or watch a sporting event or watch their favorite show. Right. And they stay up till 10, 11 o'clock. And like, that's normal for adults. Yeah. You and I put the kids to bed at seven thirty, and we lay in bed at seven thirty. Yes. Because you, for sure, because you get up so early, you have to be asleep by eight. You have, you are asleep no later than eight thirty, at the latest. If we're doing it right. Yeah. And, um, and again, things change in the summer, but like for sure in the winter when it's dark at five, like, well, yeah, it's even more extreme. It, like, so we have literally the entire family has been asleep by 7 p.m. It's amazing. And somebody like will fucking call us and like eight, and eight something. And we're like, Jesus, who the fuck is calling us at this hour? <laughs> <laughs> and like, like we we one time had it was a member it was Brent so Brent calls and like I had been asleep for an hour mm-hmm. and Brent had called and be like I need your help because I think he was like lifting something heavy I don't know if it was the if it was the original pizza it was oven only, it was like or something forty five at night like, yeah it wasn't was like was not extreme at all. at all and I remember just being like yeah absolutely I'll be there right now and I'm, and it's like I was asleep yeah. You were dead ass. Yeah, and that's that is definitely us during the winter time. But anyway, so I we have a TV in our room because when the kids are go to bed, we have no energy to go and sit and have like a night in date together with like our dinner and wine and no, it's we get one episode like a thirty minute episode of a show, and it's usually just because the second that I sit. Yeah, well, I but, and, and I'm exhausted too. And yeah. I don't want to be one of those people that's like, well, I'll doze off on the couch and then I'll wake up and then like I'll get up and have to go to bed. It's just no. No, that sounds horrible. Yeah. So, and in the, and in the summer, honestly, it gets, I mean, people will talk about like, oh my God, we watch like two, three hours of TV a day. It's like, there are literally some times and some weeks in the summer where we may watch two hours of TV a week total because and we it's are, because we're better 
than other people. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You know, it's just that we, our lives become so much busier in the summer. Yeah. And we're up so much later, naturally, that it's... Well, yeah, with the sun, the sun being up, it's yeah. definitely we go but to bed like, later. We, yeah, we put the kids to sleep, and then we are just toast. Which I don't even want to watch anything, just go to bed. Well, that's why we've been having so much prep. Like business, I mean, on, on the business side of things right. for us, there's been a lot of preparation and a lot of difficult things, yeah. right? Like I had a, a borderline nervous breakdown, what, a month ago? Or like freaked out? Yeah. Because it just was, there was like, there was so much that needed to be done. Yeah. And it just was like, for me, it's it was prepping for this time period. Yeah. Where it was, it's now light. It's still light out. By eight o'clock, yeah. eight thirty, which means it's okay. We're not going to. I'm not going to bed. Yeah. So that means I, it means the amount of time that I'm going to be able to work, where normally it it's is, limited. I can work for five hours in the morning. Yeah, you can during the winter. You can literally get up at two thirty, three o'clock. Yeah. And then we don't get up, and the boys don't get rolling till after seven. Yeah. So you have almost five solid hours of just nothing but work that you can get done. And that's what I was doing. Well, that's what I was doing for a, a while, and that's where, kind of what we've talked about in the previous episodes, which is, just the health issues. So with your heart, like you have got to be able to sleep. And it's just it's now is that's now that's a priority to be able to kind of get the blood pressure okay. under control. And be able to do all those things, but that's where we're just making those things a priority, and just knowing that it's it's also where I want to be able. I don't want to be working on all the things that we had been working on. It, it was it was a lot. It was a lot of shit. But yeah, um, I have no idea. We've segued into a segue. Well, no TV no. kids in bed. Henry. Oh well, and um. Watch each other. Oh, I know where we're at. So, I, as mom, we have been adamant that it's, we don't want our boys to watch TV before they go to bed. It's read, do whatever. And for a while, we were really good. And then, like I said, when we moved down, when we had to move downstairs, everything was hard. Life, life became very challenging when we had people living with us full time. So, there was just so many nights. It just started with a, screw it, I don't care. Just and Hen- Henry's been the worst sleeper since infancy, and he does not calm down. Yeah. So he goes, 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 and is totally fine. And then when he's not fine, he starts like going a mile a minute. It's it's. I need mom. I'm hungry. I need food. And we're gonna run around like a crazy person. And I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm all over the place. And I'm gonna start crying for no absolutely no reason and just go nuts. Yeah. And then he freaks the hell out. So it goes from like he's totally fine to psycho to freak out mode. Yeah, full full retard. But there's no calming down like I like our other boys for sure. And and I understand like it's it's toddler stuff, but it's like no. By five, Michael and Jack both were able to kind of articulate of bitch. I'm tired. I'm going to bed now. I'm going. It's time for bed. Yeah. And Henry cannot. He's yeah, he like, does not do that. He's like afraid to go to sleep. There's an extra something that like he he is a his it's challenging for him. Yeah. And um so we were like just sit and watch TV. I don't care. Cuz we can't 
I'm so over you. I can't deal with you anymore. <laughs> but that's, these are, I know every parent has felt that of just, I don't care. I don't care what you do. Just please don't kill yourself. That's my only requirement. Yeah. I don't care if you, whatever is. Just stop talking to me. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's what it became. And so now that they're back upstairs. It's since your parents left in September. It's always been like, we need to, I want to watch a show. I want to watch a show. Cause now he's equated to like yeah. that to calming. And it does. If you sure. didn't let him watch something and try to get him in sleep, he will not stay in his bed. Yeah. And like all you prudish super nanny bitches that are like, well, you just need to have a firm tone and you just need to know. No, that like... no. What we need are three melatonin <laughs> yes. gummies. Yes. And bluey. Yeah, and bluey. Yeah. No, and, and uh, for serious, like, I've had to, we've had to give him the the kids melatonin. Like, again, like, it's, it's border, his sleep, he will sleep through the night. Thank Jesus. Yeah, but getting him to sleep. But getting him to sleep. Like, it will be something for sure that I bring up at his next checkup of, like, getting him natural processes to calm down is challenging. Yeah. Um... But TV in the room. Oh, so his attention span. So it's the attention span of those little kids. Because, like, he's extra crazy and extra hyper, but he's not unique. Yes, yeah, inability to just sit and watch something. Watch a full something is so low. So going back again to the movie industry is... Um, that that's a problem. So Mighty Ducks, right, which has come back full circle to our tangent, Bravo. is them choosing to do a TV show with a slow drip of episodes is very purposeful on Disney's part. But it's Mighty Ducks is a kids move, a kids show. But if they came out with another movie, do you know how much less viewership they would get? Well, the one thing that's interesting is. I understand what you're saying as far as attention spans and all these things of where that's kind of the direction it's going. But TV shows, I really felt like, I don't know, it really started to hit like a serious incline at House of Cards. Right? So when Kevin Spacey said, mm -hmm. yes, I'm doing TV mm -hmm. and went in with Netflix, it was like, shit. Like these are really big, big movie actors. Mm -hmm. And that's where, at least where I cued in on it. Mm -hmm. And it's big movie actors are now moving to television. Mm -hmm. And especially, right, Netflix. And that was still kind of the early days mm -hmm. of Netflix really, like, trying to be a dominant player. And the one thing that's interesting is the same concept of why podcasts are popular and are continuing to get more popular are these long-form discussions yeah, and these long-form this long form narrative that can happen. And I think it's TV shows. When you really think about it, it's what normally is going to happen in a 90 to 120 minute period in a movie is 10 hours. Well, yeah, but if I, you know, I think that that's such a unique, but that's, but I'm, I what I'm saying is that it all plays to this, to where it's, it's, it, it challenges story. That's my point. It challenges, it challenges and, which is interesting, however you want to look at it, but it challenges and strengthens what the point that you're making. Is that the idea is like, no, people's attention span are getting so bad that they can only handle it.
in 30 minute chunks. Yeah. Right. They can't sit for two hours. But on the flip side, it's you just took a 90 minute movie and you just stretched it for 10 hours yeah. or eight hours. So now it's an eight hour movie. Mm-hmm. And the reality is when you really think about a lot of these shows, folks binge them. So you binge watch Ozarks. Like you binge watch and watch these shows. So you watch all 10 hours of it. Like in a row. If, yeah, if you, if you're an adult, I don't but a lot. No, no, no. And that's what my point is. My point is that is what adults do. But see, the kids will do that too, though. Like Jack will sit and again, this is, you know, we'll talk about the kids in different ways, but Jack will sit and watch Wild Kratts for hours at a time, whether it's 30 minute chunks or not. I guess that's true. And, but so that's what's interesting to see is I agree with you as far as attention span is getting limited, but there also is this inherent benefit of these longer form stories taking more time to be told. Because I will tell you for sure, like Michael and Jack both, they'll sit and watch like the Mandalorian episodes. Yeah. And they'll watch it. So it is, it's going to be interesting to see what I really think is just part of the business model. It's good. For Disney, it's smarter. So quickly. And for Disney, it's, it's definitely, it, you can have these shows that potentially would have been like, all dogs go to heaven three mm-hmm. like would have been straight to video but for sure when i was a kid i would have watched it right but now so that's definitely those are now perfect for disney plus mm-hmm. but then the other thing is that you have these shows that the movies that mighty ducks four which is all this is it is yeah. is mighty ducks four now emilio mm-hmm. is just 30 years older with 20 years worth of Plastic surgery. So he's back. That easily was a direct-to-video, direct-to-DVD show that they now... Can just stream. Can stream it. But now as a TV show... Exactly. And now what you can do is instead of it being kind of like a... Wait, what? We're going to relaunch the Mighty Ducks franchise? Like the Ducks, Mm -hmm. the hockey team literally dropped mighty from their name because they no longer wanted to be affiliated with Disney. <laughs> so it, so now you want to re rehash it. And that's where I think you can get people that will, you can probably get better writers or get people that want to come in and be able to participate because it's this longer form that can be told. So now it's like, well, this originally was an idea 10 years ago that we had that nobody wanted to touch because it was going to be a total bomb. Right. Air, like, Airbud seven. Right. And now you can just rehash it. It is interesting to see, though, that it's... Thank goodness that Pixar, at least, is still coming up with some original stories. Because other than that, I don't think there's original ideas being made anywhere. No, but I mean, but going back to Netflix, is that's... That's the way... You know, like, that's how the movie industry is going to adapt. Because Netflix now has had so many award-winning TV shows. And even at the Golden Globes this year, like, they won for The Crown, and they won for, right. you know, Orange is the New Black had gotten nominated. And um, Schitt's Creek, I'm pretty sure Michael has just... Had a seizure. Or fallen through the wall. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, like, Schitt's Creek was on 
nobody pop TV in Canada, and then Sh- Netflix picks it up and like. Shit's Creek was fantastic. It it's my favorite show of all time. Hands down. But like, nobody knew about it, and then Netflix picks it up, and it is now like one of the number one comedies like in the world. Like you know what I'm saying? And right. has won and won Golden Globes, Golden Globe winners. Um, but this, like, just for award season this season is, because I think, like, we have never, like, people have, like, Oscar parties and stuff, and we've never done that. But, like, we're, I think it's important for people to know, like, where you grew up in Southern California was, um. Yeah. So, important to bring up is where I grew up. Yeah, because dad, so dad was, so he on public broadcast television ran a, like a, a critics show. So he actually did movie reviews, um, theater reviews. It was all um, satire that he did, but he was, he then got considered for the critics choice awards. So he actually was able to vote. So he was a voting member. So we did. We got all the movies. And because of that, we also got like the letters and invitations to go to premieres. Yeah. So we used to go to premieres all the time. So we got to go to like the Gladiator premiere where Russell Crowe and all the actors were at. It was, it was fucking awesome. We got to go to Green Miles premiere. And it wasn't now, there was a difference between the grand premiere where like all the actors are there. And then there's also just premieres of the movies before they come out in theaters. And the idea is that they would play all these movies ahead of time so that critics could then see them to then be able to vote on them. And then once that kind of died down, it didn't make sense because there was so much content that was coming out. And this is before any streaming services. Then they started sending out the DVDs in the mail. And that's really when pirating hit its heyday because you had all this content now getting mailed. And now you no longer had to rely on somebody with a camera to go to a theater, but now you had the actual DVDs. But yeah, no, it was super cool. No, we were we were to say that we were plugged into like the Hollywood movie scene would have been a serious understatement. Just how we grew up was. Well, even when I first met you, it was like. No, I lived. We lived it. We lived at the movies. That's what we did. Our free time was very much going to the movies. Like, and I had never, of course I went to the movies growing up, but and you and I have talked about this as well. It's just where I was was very blue collar. So I can count on one time, on my one hand, how many times I've gone to the movies with my family as a kid. But then when I was a teenager, I'd go sometimes with my friends, but my friends couldn't always afford to go because yeah. movies are expensive. And when you're 15, 16, you're working at McDonald's and like they had to pay for insurance for their car and gas. Yeah. Like it would, and that's why I told you, we just watched the Blockbuster documentary and that's why I told you, I'm like, I literally remember me and three friends having no money. So we would all pitch in like a dollar to rent the Blockbuster movie. And that's how we would watch the movie. And see, because we couldn't afford nine bucks, every one of us to go. 
a lot of time, but even when I was little, before we would go to the movies, we always went to the movies a bunch, but movies was the thing. So I didn't have, well, I didn't have video games and, um, you didn't have, you know, you didn't have the tablets. You didn't have those types of things that were, that could eat up a bunch of your time or attention. No, I didn't. Um, what the, the time period that I'm talking about? So when we had video games, when I got a little bit older, they those were systems that they didn't leave the house, right? They, right? they yeah, they, it's the right, right. And so, and we didn't have a Game Boy, and I desperately wanted one because all your like your friends, like the original one that had like the green screen and the old black characters, like before Game Boy Color came out or any of those types of things. And, um, and my parents did not want us to have them. So we didn't get them. And it was later we got the N64, whatever it was like, we didn't have super Nintendo and Nintendo and all those, um, Tom and Airbell got so my mom's parents, they got a PlayStation at their house before we did. And it was because like, it was a gift from somebody. So one of the football players or whatever that they knew, like gave it to them or whatever, when it was popular or whatever. Um, but my, what I was saying is, so my parents owned their own store. And so because we were walking distance from a blockbuster that was in the same strip mall as my parents' store, they would sit me in the back. And like oftentimes I remember spending what felt like hours and it had to have been hours a day at my parents' store just sitting in the back because there's no like – I don't know what was going on. There's no grandparents. There's no nothing where I wasn't going to be babysat. So I was just sitting in the back trying to stay busy. Well, I had like one of those little TVs that then had like the the built-in VHS and so VCR. So I would um, so I would go rent like three movies at a time, and I would sit. So if you think about that, I was I would sit for six hours and just watch movies all day long. So I was like constantly consuming movies. So that's how I, I, that's, yeah, like that's where I watched movies. So, and so then what was normal for our family was the weekends was two movies minimum. But it was like we'd go to a ten thirty show, yep. and then we'd go to a one o'clock show, and then like we'd get food, and then we'd go to like an eight o'clock show. It's like I can't sit still that long. Yeah, you were not you're not built for it. The most movies I think we ever saw. So there was the one of the coolest. So it was the Sony Building in San Francisco. So um, my mom's dad, um, late in his life, got a big contract in San Francisco. So they bought a home up there. And so they lived up there for a while or they would live there for periods of time. And so we would go and stay with them in just outside of San Francisco. And so we would stay with them for, you know, weeks at a time or whatever. And it was cool. And inside of San Francisco, there's this Sony building. It's like this multi-story massive building in the middle of the city. And they also had a movie theater. So this is, I saw, um, queen of the damned, it was a vampire movie, uh, whatever, early 2000s. It was the song Down With The Sickness, it got released for the first time, it was on that soundtrack. It was like, 
hit like right when the credits. I remember I stayed through the credits just to hear the song all the way through because I'm like, what is this? This is anyway. So they would play movies starting as early as like eight or nine a.m. and they would have movies going all the time, and and so it allowed us to see like. I think I saw like six or seven movies in a single day. Because you never left. No. It was awesome. So that that so our relationship with movies was definitely very different. But that was kind of what that was that was just a huge seg uh not a segue. That was an idea that you had where you were kind of getting distracted of talking about like where where I grew up. So you that was But it's, I don't know where we were going with that, other than the fact that now that we have kids, there's a zero percent chance. And granted, we have little kids in the grand scheme of things, but like, for sure, when I was their age, I was able to sit still for longer than they can. Yeah. And just as a result, and I, but I think people are, have realized that as well. It's, and, and I guess one thing that's, unique about you guys too that again it's just where you grew up and the fact that you had money like right you, you truly did not live in reality at all because you were in a bubble of the one percent of the one percent yeah because you were with the richest people in the country and you literally spent every weekend you didn't you weren't allowed to have friends really until you got in high school Right. So you weren't allowed to have outings with friends and hangouts in the neighborhood. It was you and your brother and your family, and it was Disney World, Universal, or the movies. Sea World. And Sea World yep. all weekend, every weekend, and that's what you did. Yep. And that's so far off base for ninety nine percent of humanity. Yeah, we lived where people vaca- where people vacation. Right. Mm-hmm. And you had more money than you needed to do it, so you could afford. To see, yeah, three movies a day for a family of four, and eat every meal out, and it wasn't even, you didn't even blink about it. And where I grew up, like I said, is it was a different situation. Um, Things have changed since COVID. We were just saying it was it was uh, my uh, input. One thing that drives me nuts about you and your dad is it's like when you guys watch a movie, like the sound has to be blaring in your ears. It depends on the movie, but yeah. But for you guys, and there are people, it's like, "Mm, this movie's just not meant to be, you know, it needs to be seen on on the silver screen, whatever it is. And it's like. There are certain movies that for sure are much, much better on not a 12 inch screen sitting through computer speakers and absolutely and i think that a lot of people agree with that yeah the point is is that that notion of no i can't see this movie unless i am in a movie theater with the best sound and and, and you roll your eyes and like you're, you're laughing but it's for sure if it didn't matter if your 
if you, your dad especially, because he was in, into the movie so much, it just, he could not have enough, he couldn't have two pennies to rub together. But, like, if they offered him, like, okay, we can give you a meal to eat today, or you can see this movie on, like, the IMAX screen, like, he would choose the movie all day long. I would probably choose the movie, too. It depends on the movie. Do you understand? Do you get the point that I make? No, of course. It's just most people don't have the luxury of having experienced, like, Dolby surround sound. No, I get that. Like, IMAX size screen. But if they did, they would choose the movie too. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't the eat. Well, once, once you hear that level of sound, no, I understand what, it, what I I know what you mean. Is that when it comes back to the movie industry, is COVID shut that shit down? And people are gonna be like, what are we gonna do without the movies? Well, then they just started. And like, I get it. We could go to the movie theaters, and man, I want to see that movie, and I don't want to have to wait seven months for it to come right. to DVD. Yeah. And so, but they just started releasing them to streaming services. I will tell you another big thing. We talked about this too, since we're talking about movies. Was another major, major change was why did we want to see movies? Because one thing that totally changed for us once we had babies was that it's we had babies, so. There was no going to the movies. But the biggest reason why I would want to see movies was because I saw the commercials. Yeah. Oh, and we, that's what we had talked about. And so the previews were always awesome because you knew if you were going to go to whatever, the latest Star Wars or the latest Harry Potter movie or the latest Marvel movie, you knew the previews were going to tease out whatever something that was big right. that was coming out. That's another thing is they and they had discussed this as well is because who's they uh, one of the the Googler on the Googler yeah. yeah was that now that streaming services are a dime a dozen and, and you have Netflix and Hulu and Paramount and Sling and all the things yeah is that people have taken this massive step away from linear TV it's Dish Network and DirecTV's fault one hundred percent because. They totally raped people with pricing forever. Yeah, like, contracts. Have cable was, and still is, insanely ridiculous. And yeah. Impressive. And so our generation was like, well, shit, we can't, A, we can't afford cable. Mm-hmm. And B, we don't need it. We have the internet. We just, we'll find a way to watch it on the internet. Yeah. And then when streaming hit, it was like, screw cable, man. We have everything we need. And our kids have everything we need. If you had Netflix alone, yeah, a child would have more TV content than they could ever hope to consume in their childhood. And that is a completely foreign concept to every other generation that is used to, like, well, no, if you, if you want to catch Sesame Street, it comes on at 9 o'clock. Yeah. I can't make it come on sooner, Henry. And no, I can't start it at the beginning. Like, it's, you have to, and that's just how it is. And so people have taken this massive step away from linear TV, and linear TV is when you have the commercials. Right. Now, even... Or when you went to the movies. Right, or when you went to the movies. So we're not seeing previews for what's coming out Mm -hmm. in movies. Yep. No, the price of movies got ridiculous. To go on a date, 
for two people for dinner and a movie is well over a hundred dollars. Yep. So people aren't seeing the previews and aren't excited about it. Nobody can afford that shit. And then COVID hits and you can't even go to the theater. And then they start just releasing it straight to your home. Yep. So now we are accustomed to why would we ever leave? Why would we spend ten dollars plus a ticket for our family to go sit in straight up seats and have people like kick our chairs and have to pay fifteen dollars for popcorn and a soda? Right. When it's just like and I get it's the experience of going, but clearly the experience doesn't speak in volumes the way that they thought it did. Because now people are like, bitch, I can just stay in my pajamas on my couch and have like surf and turf if I want and still be able to watch the movie because it's just a click of a button. Well, the, the IMAX, like I really do, your example of the IMAX is a good one because maybe that is what it eventually becomes. Where it's just like there just are certain movies that are going to be played on big screens to where it's like it's we're not going to play all the movies because we can't do that anymore because it doesn't make sense because nobody comes and sees them. But we will have the big like the fact is we saw The Dark Knight on an IMAX screen when it came out at like 3 a.m. And it was fucking awesome. For, for me, it didn't do any different than watching it the 15 times after we watched it. So oh, it my God. Really, not even, it's not amazing, even sort of. It's an amazing movie. And there were cool things like when he was flying because the screen's so big. But, like, it wasn't like a, I could never watch that on a small screen. Of course not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the point is, is that you what the point you're bringing up. So... One of the coolest things that they ever did for the movie Earthquake was that they played with this idea of experience. And they wanted people to experience the movie, right? No. They installed subwoofers for the first time inside theaters. And they, with the installation of the subwoofer, and because Earthquake, if you've ever seen this movie, one, don't, if you haven't seen it. Because it's from like the 1930s and it's super, super boring. But it was the first time that they had ever slow played a large scale city earthquake scene. It's all done with models back in the day, but they were able to play it. So it looked like a real earthquake. But they, so the guy, Leonard, who was a Swedish dude who worked at the Blockbuster from my parents' store, was. The guy that won the Academy Award for sound for the movie Earthquake. I know. My point is, is that they made, he was a big part of pushing those subwoofers into those theaters. And the whole idea was that, so it would, it caused people to actually get worried in California while they watched the movie that an actual earthquake was happening. Because they didn't realize that the subwoofers were what was making the sound because subwoofers on a really low level sounds like an earthquake. So it was awesome. My point being is exactly what you're saying, which is that was a very conscientious effort to be able to have people experience something unique that's at a movie. Movie theaters have played with it. The idea of the Alamo draft house that we have that's local 
The idea of dinner and a movie now happens in the exact same place. You can get alcohol, get food, you can be in a theater. But it may be things where it's like the IMAX, where you have these th- movies that are the Avengers or Batman, so these huge, massive explosions, massive sound, where you have people experience something that is going to be enhanced by a larger screen. Those are the ones that end up going on the movies. You don't need to see a French with sub French movie with subtitles on a massive screen. Well, see, and I think that it's going to be more like I love going to the theater. Right. I love live plays, live musicals. But that's so different. But that's what I. I the energy that are in those rooms is so different. Yes. And it is powerful and it's palpable. But I think that eventually, like, give it some more time, that we may have that experience with watching certain films on an IMAX. For whether it's the nostalgia that's there or just being in that room and remembering, like, this is what movies are about. Like, whatever you feel a li- on a small scale, what you feel when someone, like, you know, belts out the Phantom of the Opera. But I don't have nostalgia when I go see Wicked. But no, what makes but Wicked think... awesome is because the like it's the same idea. And see, you're dead inside, so you don't have these emotions, which is curious because it comes from me. But it's when you listen to live music get played, when you go to a concert and you can feel music. Yes, you do. At the theater. So you have a glimpse of what that is. Normal humans feel something when they listen to music, especially live music. You know this because you play the clarinet. So you know what a physical string instrument in a room with you or a wind instrument, you can feel those notes. That's totally different than listening to those notes on headphones or in the car. And that's where, for me, very much because you're listening to people actually seeing and you feel their energy and their presence. Maybe there's a few actors that are capable of doing that in movies. Like Daniel Day-Lewis is one of those actors that seems to have the ability to like force an energy even on screen. But that's very rare. And maybe that's why, maybe that's why I like the sound. To where if you have sound that's loud enough, so when there's an explosion in a movie, you physically feel the sound with that explosion. Maybe that's the energy. Subwoofer. Oh yeah. And it's like it, it's so goddamn. Yeah, you're talking about. So what Amy's talking about is um, dad cranking the sound and also turning on the subwoofer at the house to have a similar experience. Yeah. But I hate, like, it's why I don't like concerts. Right. But see, Jack has that a little bit too. Yeah, you, get, you both either, well, for sure, Jack, he gets overwhelmed by sound. And loud. If it's too loud. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm like that too. That's why I don't like concerts. And I just, I must not like, I don't like rock music. Well, I think it I drives, know. it drives your guys' anxiety for sure. Yeah. Because you I, get anxious just hearing the type of music. That I listen to. Right. Like it does. It makes it. 
right. like it at all. I don't like the feeling. But doing it at a concert is like that as well. But that's the problem. It's like nobody is going to like but feel it, harmonic anymore. Right. And I probably would enjoy that. Right. I think and you that's would. probably where I would get those same emotions that I do when I'm at the theater. But like the idea of like, well, let's listen. go to a country rock concert and like dance in a crowd of people. That sounds fucking horrible. Whatever. But that, that's what people think about. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine you know people could sing. But like, okay. If, and even like a classic rock type thing. Like if it's a, let's go to an Aerosmith concert. That is terrifying to me. But, but you, you didn't. you guys drug me to the Rolling Stones. Yeah. But I literally, it's one of, it's probably my least favorite experience with you and your family. Part of them living with me. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it's an outing <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the things that we've done, I hated it. But you saw Dave Matthews multiple times. I know, I was a different person at one point in my life. Yeah. But I also, like, I saw Dave Matthews, I saw Dave Matthews a lot. But I saw Dave Matthews at, like, Farm Aid. We were outside on a summer's day in Chicago, like, on a blanket. Right. And it's like Dave Matthews. So as long as it's John super, so as long as it's, like, super gay, it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't, and, like, enclosed concerts, yeah. like, you're in a seat. Yeah. And, like, there's people next to you, and it's dark, but there's lights, and they yell, and there's sweat, <laughs> like, you're speaking, I, now you're speaking, like, my language. You're speaking, but, like, and, and then high school, I used to go to, like, punk rock concerts. And sure like, you did. At the venue in Chicago, which no is... No one like, believes you. No one. No. <laughs> you, you, need, you, you need to prove this. I still have, I saved up enough money when I was in high school to get, like, the my first digital camera. Sweet. That had, like, you could take, I swear, like, maybe 20. Okay. And then I had to like upload them in the computer. There was a process. But like, yeah. I I took my camera one time and it was so horrible. And I was so scared of being broken because people, because you're like in a mosh pit. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. The fact that you took a camera to a mosh pit at a punk concert. I love it. But like, I, I think when I was in high school, just like, I saw what everybody else did, and I still didn't, of course, looking back, because I didn't know who I was or what I liked. Of course. So it's just, okay, we'll try all the things. You're, you're fucking trying all the things until you're probably 40. Yeah. And that's, yeah. But I did it once. I'm like, this is horrific. This is not me. I'm not like, these are not my people. Not my scene. Yeah. Nor, how, I don't know how the hell my parents let me go to downtown Chicago with, like, me and a group of friends at 15. There's no way they let you go when you were 15. For sure. Your and parents definitely checked out. Boyfriend and I was dating him when I was 15 till I turned 16. But he was, like, 18. Which is statutory rape. Um, that would have been Why? Your parents for sure checked out. We may have discussed this before, but for sure your parents checked out. That's crazy. That's checking the fuck out. That is. 
No, but that that's what that story tells. I was a very mature. Yeah. I was 15 going on 47. Well, I mean, it's true. You were a 45-year-old librarian at the age of eight. I really was. You were. Now I have I have actual evidence of that. The evidence of someone that like went to concerts and was extroverted. There is no actual Never evidence for this. Never. But I did try a lot more things when I was in high school. It's well, I mean that's what it is. I become an adult. I become Yeah, you get more, more confident grounded in who I am. Totally. I, there are things I like and there are things I don't like. And I really don't like concerts. <laughs> represents it's people which I hate true loud which I hate also true and tight enclosed spaces which I hate man three for three and alcohol and drugs I hate all of those things I always forget about how much fun you are when you explain all these things so anyway yeah I just I So I think that you are going to start, like, because Net, Netflix was, like, the original streaming, right? And they still do stream TV shows and stuff. But, like, this year, because they had Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, um, the Trial of Chicago 7. Like, but we bought several of those, and they were awesome. Yeah, No Man Land. It's not on Netflix. I thought it was streaming. streaming. It is streaming. I think it is. Is it streaming? I have no idea. I don't know, but there's... You know, all the Oscar um, nominees are streaming, but, like, Netflix has just, they've taken the cake on so many things, and they have, but they have, like, The Highwaymen with Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner came out with these big actors, and they have, like, the three-hour movie with, um... Irishman. Yeah. <clears throat> with, um... Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's, they're gonna continue to do that, and the actors are going, there, I think there will still will be movies that will be released. Yeah. But I, I don't see movie theaters being able to sustain and get through this. Well, definitely it's, um, and this will segue us into a different topic and we'll close this out because you wanted it to be short and it's not. But it was, um, COVID has definitely made us, has forced the consumer to really vote with their dollar. Yeah. And it's one of those things that we've, everyone always does, right? You have to do that all the time, but this has been a thing that we've talked a lot about, but this is where it's for a lot of people, it's become super, super obvious as far as who are you supporting right now? And it's this idea of like supporting your local restaurants and local stores and local whatever, because if you weren't supporting them, then they probably didn't make it through COVID. They closed. And so the one thing for sure is as COVID has forced us where people are not going to go to the movies, so then they're going to alter their behavior of what they're going to watch, what they're going to eat, what they're going to do, because so much was limited. So like, what did we have left? And then people kind of just picked up the pieces of whatever they were allowed to do, quote unquote. One of the things that I know that we've been doing that I've enjoyed is because we never would really eat out at restaurants. But the one thing that we have been doing is that we've been hyper-focused on 
who we're supporting locally when it comes to like local restaurants. And that's something that I have enjoyed that's come out of this last year has been how much more focus we've had on, okay, there's seven Mexican places as of 18 months ago. Now there's five. And so it's who, like, where did we go? Like, which one did we go to last? And, you know, in exactly what we say all the time, the idea of like spreading the love and it's, you know, we want to get, Mike always wants to get cheeseburgers, right? So it's like, oh, what, what do we want to eat tonight? It's like, I want a cheeseburger. So it's like a, what cheeseburger place are we going to go to? And it's not, for better or for worse, it's not going to be Ruby Tuesdays, which apparently there were a lot of people that it wasn't Ruby Tuesdays because they closed. But it's, is it the River Burger Bar? Or is it Tailgate Grill, which we went to? It's another local place that closed. Then somebody bought and reopened, and it was awesome. Yeah, like it was, it was equally awesome as it always has been. But it was one of those things where it's that's been a cool thing to be able to do as we look at kind of the different businesses that you can support and be able to focus on. But the idea of really being able to vote with kind of vote with your dollar of who you want to be able to support. But the, as we drove home, so I think we got. Just kick-ass food from a local place. And as we're driving home, McDonald's and Burger King have cars out into the street yeah. in their drive through But that's what my comment was like, who the hell chooses? Like, I sort of maybe kind of understand where, and it's like noon on a Tuesday and it's your lunch break from work and it's like, I gotta get something fast, and I don't want to get out of the car, and I just, McDonald's, uncomfortable, we'll go here, that's fine. And, like, I understand the lunch rush and the weird. But when it's Friday night, when it's Saturday night, and that kind of sets in your mind the tone of, like, it's a free-for-all, man. We can go somewhere to party. Where do we want to go? Right. And you choose McDonald's and Burger King? Right. Like, do you not know that there are other burger places in, like, a tenth of a mile radius, like walking distance, that yeah. are just exponentially better than a McDonald's cheeseburger. But, so I guess with the movies, we have a local theater here, and it's awesome. It is awesome. And I hope it stays open. But the problem is, we haven't been in the movies. But that's kind of... <laughs> we try. I got that bastard... Yesterday at like 5 a.m. He goes, can we watch Moana? I thought I heard you guys like watching a, a, watching a movie up there. And he got like 25 minutes in. And then he sat and watched it, but he wanted to play a game on the tablet while he was watching it. While he watched. <laughs> and then we got like 42 minutes in and then it was done. Yeah, it's over it. We've also never had money. We've never had money to go out to eat. We've never had money for food. And having money is nice. This is true. So. Well, well, I like that. That's our update. Update from the week. So we'll be able to post this. And uh, it's another long episode. I've noticed that our... And I know why. This is why. 
so our the last two episodes that we've done have been long, and it's because we're recording at night, where there's like minimal interruptions. But when we try and pull off an episode like in the morning, it's exactly what we talked about at the beginning of this episode, which is those feet. Mom, I need help. I'm trying to burn the house down. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, thank you for joining us for our podcast episode. Do you have a topic or an idea that you'd love to hear us cover? Leave us a voice message right in the Anchor app or on the Anchor page for the podcast online. You can also reach it at bit.ly slash message underscore it's possible podcast. Again, that's bit.ly slash message underscore it's possible podcast. Also, you can find us on social media for at it's possible virtual solutions find us on instagram at at it's possible vs that's v is in victory s is in sam at it's possible vs you can also find us on facebook at it's possible virtual solutions you can find john at on instagram at j banks fl and you can find amy on instagram at amy.m.fairbanks that's A-I-M-E-E dot M dot Fairbanks on Instagram. If you're interested in being able to uh, talk to us more about some different things that you have going on, you'd love to be able to get our input and be able to have us possibly come in and work with you and help you with the things that you have going on, shoot us an email at info at itspossiblevirtualsolutions.com. That's info at itspossiblevirtualsolutions.com.